Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So I've been doing a lot of thinking and I've changed my mind about what I think will happen in 2024. My base case has changed. You see, I was under the impression, or my base case was the United States would go into recession. We'd have a hard landing, crash landing, financial crisis, collapse, whatever you want to call it. And I also believed that we would see consumer price inflation, even if we had a hard landing, because it's very, very difficult. And we can see this going all the way back to the 1940s to have actual deflation in the United States. Very difficult for a variety of reasons that I'm not going to get into in this video. But what I want to do is go over some data and then try to connect some dots and then kind of review how my base case regarding 2024 has changed, how it's evolved. So this is basically going to be a whiteboard that I'm going to do without the whiteboard. <laughs> so it might be a little difficult here, but first and foremost, let's go over and check out this chart that I think is going to completely blow your mind. This is a chart of M2 money supply growth versus inflation. And this red line is inflation as measured by the CPI, what the government will admit to. And the black line is M2 money supply growth. Now, what's fascinating is we zoom in on where we are today, where the money supply growth is negative. And I repeat, negative 3.31%. Now you may say, George, yeah, but it's gone up so much. It doesn't really matter. Well, in a way it does because it's about rate of change to a certain degree. Now let's go back in U.S. history to see when money supply decreased by the same rate. And we're going back in history here. We'll follow the arrow. Well, shoot, I got to leave my arrow there so it stays on the black. Huh. I'm not sure how to make it stay on the black, but regardless, let's go back here. And I am looking at, ah, it keeps doing that. Okay, I'm looking at mid-1990s. No, 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 no. Although we got close, uh, late 1950s. No, we we're only flat. Uh, 1940s, definitely not then. But I would like to point out that in 1943, M2 money supply growth was 17%, almost 18%. And this was in 1943, like we said. And uh, money supply growth never went negative. I repeat, never went negative throughout the 1940s. But in... 1949, inflation rate was negative too. In other words, deflation, not disinflation, deflation. Price is going down. Okay. So anyway, the punchline here is that you have to go back to the 1930s to see a time in which M2 money supply growth declined. Not just the rate of decline that we have seen recently, but declined, like period. So this I think it's very interesting. Now, there is a strong argument for why this might not matter, because I believe the overall balance sheet of society at large, the average John Jane, the non-bank entity, hasn't really changed because all that we've done is basically replaced M2 savings, which is uh, a part of M2. We replaced savings with treasuries. So how does that impact the purchasing power? Mm, I don't know. And you've got the government spending a lot of money, 
deficits, and this could increase velocity. But will it increase velocity to a point where we will continue to see consumer price inflation as we're staring into the eyes of a recession? Now, I want to now fast forward to CPI, this red line, in June, April, June of 2009. Again, we see deflation, not disinflation, deflation. But notice where M2 money supply growth was, 9%, almost 10% year over year. So at a time when the money supply growth was increasing by almost 10% year over year, we had consumer price deflation. Why? Because the recession was that bad. Now, you could say, George, well, the Fed's going to print all this money and the Fed's balance sheet is going to go from where it is today, let's say $7 trillion, it's going to go to $20 trillion and blah, blah, Yeah, Look, I agree. I agree. But when you think about the mechanics involved there, I don't know that it will still prevent consumer price deflation. We're going to get into a pie chart in a moment here. Let me write this down so I don't forget. Okay, now let's go over to some research that I've been doing on Argentina. The opposite of consumer price deflation. This would be consumer price inflation, hyperinflation, to be more specific. But you know, what's really interesting is I have a theory that when the majority of the money supply is created by lending it into existence, it's very hard, if not impossible, to get hyperinflation. Why? Because demand, to a certain degree, controls supply. Because if there's no demand... And all those currency units go back to pay off the supply, or excuse me, pay off the loans, which decreases the supply by the decrease in demand. You got to think about it this way. If let's say there was $10 that existed in the world and it was created by a 